We start with an attempt to correct some of the abuses of the past. Not so terribly long ago, some of the communities in our region were considered sundown towns, places that would not tolerate black people being in town after dark. The Oregon Remembrance Project has been making sure people understand the history. It's not like communities really want to embrace it, and some of them do want to move on. Grants Pass has been home to a Sunrise Project to confirm that it is now a welcoming place. And not long ago, the Ashland Sunrise Project was born. Taylor Stewart is the founder of the Oregon Remembrance Project, which is giving an assist to the Ashland Sunrise Project. Taylor, welcome back to the Jefferson Exchange. Oh, thank you for having me. So for the people who missed you on previous visits, lay out what the Oregon Remembrance Project is and is about. Yes, of course. I started the Oregon Remembrance Project in 2018 to help communities with truth and reconciliation projects around repairing historical injustice. For three years, I worked with the community of Coos Bay, Oregon, to memorialize a man named Alonzo Tucker, Oregon's most widely documented African-American victim of lynching. And after doing that work for three years, I saw the meaningful impact that that work had not only my life, but the lives of those in Coos Bay. And it inspired me to take what was this obscure personal side project and turn it into how I hope to spend the rest of my life. Well, obscure is a good word there because it's not like communities really want to come forward with this information, it seems like. So um, have you been able to get a handle on how common uh, sundown towns were in Oregon? Yes. You know, I would say it's fair to say that every community in Oregon outside of Portland was a sundown town. Sundown towns were communities that purposely excluded African-Americans and other racial minorities. And I believe that that history and that proliferation really goes back to our state's founding with racially exclusionary laws. Meaning that since no black people were allowed in Oregon at the beginning, it sort of gave license to anything that followed afterward. Yes. And I would say that, you know, while Oregon's black exclusionary laws may have come off the books, the vestiges of that sentiment really manifested itself in new forms over the course of our history, from sundown towns to restrictive covenants to redlining, gentrification and the displacement that we still see of communities of color today. Talk about your efforts to flip the script. And let's talk about in specific the the Grants Pass Sunrise Project. Mm hmm. Yes. So before I started doing the Oregon Remembrance Project, I worked at an organization called Lines for Life. They're a suicide and substance abuse prevention organization. So if someone calls the National Suicide Hotline from an Oregon area code, it gets routed to Lines for Life. And I went through the training for those who were on the phone lines. And one thing we talked about was the idea that you are helping someone unpack their baggage. But what you can't do is in the call with their stuff all strewn about. What you have to do is help them repackage their emotions, their baggage, before you can end the call. And I take that same approach to community organizing, where we're going to unpack a community's organs history, but we're not going to leave folks with their history all strewn about. We're going to repackage that history into something new. So in the case of the Sunrise Project and what we've done in Grants Pass and are starting to do in Ashland is we are unpacking the history of being a sundown town, but we are repackaging that history into this vision of a sunrise community, a place where everyone can feel safe, respected, and like they can call this space their home. 
Taylor Stewart is our guest on the Jefferson Exchange, the founder of the Oregon Remembrance Project, who's assisted Grants Pass with its Sunrise Project. There's now an Ashland Sunrise Project that we're talking about as well. You might have some input for this conversation. Join us on the exchange with your emails to jx at jeffnet.org. That concept is really interesting, unpacking the, uh, the baggage. Um, does even that have to be done with a certain level of care? I mean, you can't just strew it about, as you said, but, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, does even the removal of uh, the, the, the taking out of the stuff to, to continue the metaphor have to be somewhat careful? Yes. You know, I think there are two core ideas for this unpacking that I've found to be successful so far and have helped reduce some of those feelings of powerlessness, of a feeling stuck, and that's the first is that we can't change the past, but we can always change our relationship to it. And the second is the idea that we have the power to rewrite the ending to stories of historical injustice. And so I found it to be successful. Folks are more willing to participate in our unpacking because we've promised them the idea that we can actually change the ending to the story. We can change the ending to the story of a sundown town. My hope is that 20, 30 years from now, when kids in Oregon learn about sundown towns, they simultaneously learn about sunrise communities, how those same communities use that history as an impetus for renewing their commitment to being a welcoming community. And so I, that there's a level of tact involved that I think is crucial to doing this work. You know, admittedly, not everyone is is ready to to join us in this unpacking. But our hope is that even for those who aren't ready to initially join us, they still respect the, the, the way with which we do our work, the way that we are invitational to everyone. We what we say is we keep a seat at the table for everyone, those who are ready to join us and those who may not be ready just yet. And so we think that that spirit of invitation, the spirit of welcoming, um, is really what lays the, fr- the groundwork for this work to be successful in the community. I'm currently reading a book by John Lewis, and he talks a lot about transformation starts within. And so I think that the people who benefit the most from this work in the community are actually those who are doing it and practicing it. And our hope is that the folks in the community who are leading this work can be examples for what transformation can look like internally as we try and create that transformation externally in the community. We have an email from a listener named Charlie. This is not our Charlie, um, uh, who sent it in. Uh, he said, I, I grew up in the Upper Rogue country in the 1960s. A black family moved into Medford, and it quickly became the talk of the town. They were only here for two days. I imagine you've heard that story a lot. Yes. You know, it's actually interesting. In the, I think it was 1960, um, there is, I have a series of newspaper clippings from the local Medford newspaper about um, there being, that the newspaper was grappling with, well, we have this history of being a sundown town. We are trying to rid ourselves of that reputation. Um, and, and I think that this is a, this is a conversation of, of ridding ourselves with this history of being a sundown town that we've been doing for about the last 60 years. Um, how do we how do we change our reputation? And so we're really hopeful that the Sunrise Project can be the vehicle with which communities can reorient their identity and change that reputation for individuals of color who move into these communities in the future. So did the Sunrise Project uh, come to you and say, hey, we want to do what Grants Pass did? Is that how that got started? 
So um, I so when I finished my work in Coos Bay, I had been in communication with someone from Grant's Pass um, who had reached out to me and just said, oh, you know, we, we, we value the work that you've done around lynching. Um, do you think we'd be able to do anything like that regarding sundown towns? And so we met uh, for about a year while I was finishing up the work in Coos Bay. And so in 2021, it was like, well, I guess I'm doing sundown towns now. <laughs> and we, you know, we, I, what I say is we are building the plane as we fly it. When we started, we had no idea what we were going to do, but we knew we wanted to do something. And what I love to tell people is that I wish it was my idea to use the word sunrise, but that idea actually came from a 69-year-old white male truck driver from Grants Pass named Randolph. And I love to share that because I think that illustrates the beauty of this work, that it really is just ordinary people coming together to try to do something extraordinary. And so we had been doing our work in Grants Pass for a few years when some folks from Ashland reached out to us who wanted to bring that same sort of reconciliation project to their community. And actually now there are some folks in Eastern Oregon who are now watching Ashland to see how Ashland has started this project because they want to do something similar out near the Pendleton area as well. All right. Taylor Stewart's our guest on the Jefferson Exchange, the founder of the Oregon Remembrance Project and helping with uh, Sunrise Projects in Grants Pass and Ashland now. And as you're hearing, other parts of the state as well. If you have questions or comments for Taylor, uh, send them by email to jx at jeffnet.org. You're mentioning Randall, the, uh, the the white truck driver in Grants Pass, and, and it prompts me to ask a question about, about participation in mm-hmm. things like Sunrise Projects. It seems like you have to have buy-in from all segments of the community. I mean, bluntly, if white people in Ashland are part of the Sunrise Project and black people are not, can it work? Yeah, so how we structure our group is um, we have sort of a core coalition of folks who meet regularly, monthly, more as we have events. And at least in Grants Pass, we have developed what we call an advisory council. So we have a group of African-Americans who we also meet with regularly who help inform the work that is done by the white members of the community. And so we are really intentional about creating a diverse coalition, not just along racial lines, but also across social and political lines. We think it's important that, you know, we don't just only focus on getting together with people who may lean liberal. We are really intentional about we want to be involved with people who are on the conservative side of the spectrum And we want to work with both because we see value in both parts of the community and that hopefully the Sunrise Project can be a way for people to form relationships and bridges across the community that they may not have initially um, formed in their everyday life. And so we work with, with people across the community spectrum, and that's something we're really intentional about, that this isn't just one part of the community who are organizing around this effort but that we're actually what we call creating pockets of sunshine throughout the community. So there, there are the three R's of reconciliation cited mm-hmm. both by the Remembrance Project and the Ashland Sunrise Project. Remembrance, repair, redemption. I, I get the goals, but but what then are the deliverables of this or or any Sunrise Project? I mean, what what kinds of behaviors or events do you produce out of, out of this uh, reconciliation process? Mm-hmm. So right now, we're still in the, the quote, the first R, the remembrance section. And so we are doing things like collecting oral history from folks. You know, we only have about 
10 to 15 more years to collect firsthand memories of those who remember their community as being a sundown town. So we've done a lot of oral history collection in Grants Pass, looking to expand that to, to, to uh, Ashland as well. Um, we have created little booklets for each community. Grants Pass has a brief history of racism in Oregon and Grants Pass. Ashland has their version. We have um, been doing some community trainings uh, throughout the community about race and racism. We are one thing that we're I'm excited about that we are trying to do for the year 2024. We are mostly getting this going in Grants Pass. We'll see how much we can get this going in, in Ashland. But with our eyes towards the 2024 election, um, an election that I would say everybody but two people really want to happen again. Um, and so we are talking about, all right, we want to make this the sunrise commitment, a commitment to the way we want to treat one another. And so we're hoping that we can create sort of a culture of discourse surrounding the 2024 election that has elements of civility and respect and that we can remember that we are in community with one another, that we are truly interconnected as we move towards this very divisive point in our history. And so we're still working to see how that will materialize. But again, we're still in this, this first phase of remembrance. Um, we think of the Sunrise Project as a multi-year, multi-decade endeavor. And so we are collecting the stories and the experiences of people of color so that we can figure out how we can really pinpoint uh, the areas that need growth in the community, how we can really create spaces where communities of color see themselves reflected. Um, and so I'm excited about where we're headed. We have got the oral history, the, the work around the election, the trainings, um, and just the idea that we're, we're trying to create these, quote, pockets of sunshine where someone can take some of our information and instill it in their neighborhood. How can we create more uh, welcoming churches, more welcoming community spaces, more welcoming workplaces? Uh, and so I think we will be able to see sort of the results of this work, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now, where the experience when you interview a person of color who moves to town, that their experiences will differ from those who have moved into town over the last 20 years, that their first answer won't be, it's an adjustment. Um, but they can actually say, oh, you know, as soon as I moved into town, I was welcomed into, into my, my workplace, welcomed into community spaces. My neighbors invited me into different parts of their community. And that the experience of people of color over time will hopefully shift through the Sunrise Project. We will keep an eye on things as it goes along. Uh, Ashland Sunrise Project got its uh, kickoff on uh, February 12th, Lincoln's birthday, appropriately enough. Taylor Stewart was part of that process. The Oregon Remembrance Project founder, uh, Ashland Together, is also in this. Taylor, thanks for joining us once again to outline, as you do very clearly, what goes on with the Remembrance Project and the Sunrise Projects. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. We hope that folks take this as an invitation to join us in this work. And we're really excited. I feel mm -hmm. blessed to be able to get to know folks in Southern Oregon okay. who help make this community great.